Hello, everyone out there in the 6570 family project world. You guys, I have a question for you. When a storm comes through a forest, does it make a beautiful log cabin when it's done? No, of course it doesn't. In order for something to be built, it takes planning and designing. And that is exactly what we do here in the 6570 family project. Listen, we have a whole new year coming up soon. And that year is going to come and go no matter what. But you have an opportunity to build something great, build something amazing in its place. And that takes, you guessed it, designing and planning. And you guys, I created a perfect New Year family check-in for you so you can do just that. It's a quick 15-minute guide that everyone can have. You want to print out one for everyone, and it will help you reflect back and build forward in this incredible new year. Go pick it up right now. It is over at NellieHarden.com slash Happy New Year. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com slash Happy New Year. Right there, no no spaces in there with Happy New Year. So go grab that and get building forward in this incredible new year, new opportunity we have coming at us. All right, everyone, happy building. Hello, and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy. Come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics, and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents, and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sip an iced tea on the front porch mama, who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project, let's go. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast. Here we are going over everything that we need in order to build those leadership skills in our family. But my question to you today, because this is something I've been definitely running into in my own family, you guys know I have four kids of my own between the ages of 12 and 16. So I am here in it with you. And, you know, high five to you if you're listening to this, because that means that you are working and you are reaching out and finding answers because we all need to live and work in community as architects right now. Architects, meaning family architects, right? We are building the beginning of someone else's life. And this is a tricky time to do that. And we all need to reach out and help one another do that. So high five to you if you are listening right now. But I want to talk to you today about this very serious side effect that is happening with some social media. And there are books and podcasts and discussions and forums built around what is going on with social media. But I want to talk about something very specific today because I see this impact. And that is around these dangers of these simple quizzes. 
Do you guys know what I'm talking about? These quizzes that are being put out in social media on uh, all the platforms, not any one in particular, but I'm going to give you some examples that I am seeing out there, right? And I'm dealing with this with my clients, with my own kids, and in just conversations with other moms out in the community. And they're being very detrimental, right? So the, um, are you depressed quiz, right? Are you clinically depressed quiz? And that one had a direct impact on my family. I'll tell you about that one in a minute. Um, what about the, uh, LGBTQ plus, uh, quizzes that are out there? What about the, how hot are you quizzes that are out there or the, are you overweight quizzes? Um, or the, do you have an eating disorder quiz, right? These are just a handful of examples of these quizzes that are out there. These, you know, seemingly quote unquote, air quote, innocent assessments of our kids that are out there. So you and I are working hard and diligently and always trying to build communication and build connection with our kids. But that's really hard when all of a sudden, you know, the 13, 14, maybe seven, maybe 17 years, whatever that is, uh, and all those days that you've put into your kid is all of a sudden derailed by some defunct five minute assessment of your kiddo. And so I was thinking back and I know that I took quizzes, right? I, in my day, it was the teen bot magazine, right? And all of those things. And those were like, uh, how many kids will you have? Right. It was, uh, what kind of house will you live in? I remember that whole game we used to play and I could not even tell you the rules now, but we used to play it all the time in elementary and middle school. And it would tell you how many kids you'd have if you'd live in like a trailer or a mansion and you know, what kind of job are you going to have? Um, you know, all of these things. But, um, and the difference though, is that the assessments that I'm seeing right now, the ones that are affecting our kids are the, I am statement quizzes, the identity quizzes that are going out there, right? These, I am statements that these ridiculous assessments that are built literally to make them fail by questioning everything and undermining years of guidance that we've given them. That is very powerful on their part. And it defines our kids on their end, probably without you even knowing. So I'll give you a perfect example. One of my kids was, um, this was a few weeks ago and we're sitting there, we're getting ready for school. I homeschool my three youngest. Um, and she was just having a really off day and I, math had gone a little, you know, off and I, you know, that could definitely send a tailspin, but this was even different. And so I just paused school for a second. I was like, kiddo, like what is going on here? And, uh, she was just, she just started crying and I was like, okay, all right. So we're just going to put down the book. I'm going to go sit next to her. Like, we're just going to pause class for a second. And her uh, sisters were sitting there and it's like, honey, what is going on? And she said, I took a, t a test the other day and I'm clinically depressed. I was like, excuse me, what? And sure enough, she took this five question test, you guys, and you were supposed to put your hand up and, uh, like, like a high five. And they said, and this was on YouTube, by the way, you know, we don't do the typical social media, you know, avenues with, uh, our younger kids, but she just found this on YouTube. It was one of those ads, like before video, and she loves watching videos on like farms and stuff. And this was one of those 
ad videos. Anyway, put your hand up and then for every um, uh, finger that you put, or I'm sorry, for every question that you answer yes to, put a finger down. And if you have three or more fingers um, down by the end of this, then you are, again, that I am statement, you are clinically depressed. And I was like, okay, first of all, you're not clinically depressed. Let's talk through this. And, you know, I calmed her down from that. And I asked her, I was like, what kind of questions were on here? And she said, well, they were questions like, are you ever unhappy with your body? Put your finger down. And I was like, oh girl, like there's no one in the history of anyone that hasn't been unhappy with their body at some point. Like that is not a sign of clinical depression. Right. And another question was, are you ever unhappy with your family? You know, I'm like, oh girl, who isn't sometime unhappy with their family? That is not a thing. Right. And another one was, are you ever sad? Well, of course you're going to be sad sometimes. My point being, I was boiling over on the inside, couldn't show it on the outside, had to do the consoling, had to doing, you know, the hugging and the, you are absolutely not clinically depressed, right? All these things, but she had had a bad day in math. And so she was feeling kind of down. And then she said, oh yeah, I took that assessment yesterday and I'm clinically depressed, which means that's why I'm down. And so I'm now going to spiral. I mean, are you serious? Right. I have had kids that are taking these, um, which they're all over the place, these LGBTQ plus quizzes and for either, either sex. Right. But it's like, have, uh, if you're, you know, a, a young girl, have you ever found another woman attractive? Well, then you must, you know, be this. And then, uh, the other way around uh, for boys too, and all these questions. And it's like, of course you found other, you know, women attractive, you know, we are beautiful beings. We as a human race, and there are beautiful women out there. There are beautiful men out there. Right. And, you know, it's just, and then these, uh, quizzes about, uh, are you overweight is, are your jeans ever tight? Right. Have you had to go up a size in the last year? Um, these eating disorder quizzes, are you ever sad after you eat something, um, that is, uh, has high fat content or has a high caloric content, right? Uh, how hot are you thing, uh, questions like, uh, when you go into a room, is there anyone looking at you and everything? You guys, I am not joking. These are the quizzes that are out there that are, no one is seeking them out. They are coming to our kids and they are being defined by them, right? I am depressed. I am, you know, fill in the LGBTQ plus, whatever that is, uh, uh, that the quiz is trying to get them to say. And then, uh, I am hot. I am not hot, right? I am overweight. I do have an eating disorder or I am, uh, uh, you know, a person with an eating disorder and these type of things. And there's so many, this is the smallest sampling of them, but they are ransacking our kiddos right now. So it is, it's, it's just insane. But I, one of the things that you can do with them is say, say it out loud, right? Say the words out loud, because when we say things out loud, we can take their power away pretty quickly when we realize how insane that is. Right. And so for my daughter, it was, I am clinically depressed because I took a five question test on YouTube. Now, 
when you say it out loud, it takes that power away from it, right? I am clinically depressed because I took a five question test on YouTube. No, it, it take the power away from it. It's utterly ridiculous. And you are who you are. And if you're having any sort of sadness or doubts or questions or anything, then I'm the person that you come talk to your dad and I, right? We're your parents. We can help you through it, but do not let YouTube define who you are or any of these other things. And so, you know, what can we do about this as parents? Because they're out there and they are finding your kids. Your kids aren't seeking it out, you know, all the time. Sometimes they might be, you know, looking up the am I or questions on whatever media um, uh, or search engine, but a lot of times they're finding your kids. And so what we can do is keep building the self-led leadership, their inner compass. And that has to do with that DVVR. That is discipline, vision, vulnerability, and resilience, right? We need them. Uh, we need to teach them discipline so they can discipline themselves to recognize something as a waste of emotional currency, right? A total waste of emotional currency. They need to be able to build the vision to see beyond the false label that's being stuck on their forehead, right there. It's being stuck on their forehead by someone that has this, you know, this entire, uh, clipboard is what I'm picturing. Like this whole clipboard of labels that they're putting on someone. And they're like, and you, and you, and you, and you, and I got all of you to think this way. And that is a win for the day. Right. And so vision to see beyond the false label that's being stuck on their forehead, vulnerability to be able to talk to people when they're confused and questioning. So that takes vulnerability on your part to be open to that and vulnerability on their part to be open to doing that. Right. So teaching that vulnerability and the R is that resilience to talk, uh, to rise back up and get back uh, to your grounded state, to their grounded state of joy and truth of who they are, whatever that is. And they need to be able to define those I am statements on their own. And that is discovered through time. It's discovered through conversations. It's discovered through guidance and relationships and mentors and guidance and reading and traveling and guidance and struggle and failure and triumph. And guess what? Guidance. That is our job as the architects, the family architects rising or raising them, raising the beginning of their life. And so as a kid though, they're still figuring that out. Right. And it isn't something to do on their own. Right. I think Luke had Yoda, right. And they have you, your kid has you and you are their guide in the 65, 70, uh, in the 6,570 day runway to adulthood. So guidance requires effective communication since the caveman days and cave paintings, communication has been the means to connection, right? If we can't communicate, we can't connect. And if we can't connect, we can't guide. That is literally as simple as that. And if this is something that you would love some guidance on for you and yourself, just shoot me a message. I would love to talk with you. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Shoot me a message. I would love to hash this out with you and go through, uh, there's a, um, contact form on my website too. You nellyharden.com. You can go through there. N E L L I E H A R D E N. And, um, I really slurred that for a second. There's two L's in there. <laughs> 
N E L L I E H A R D E N.com. And, but there's a contact form right there. If you just want to, you know, talk and connect, we can do that too. And I'll get right back to you and see how I can help you guys, because this is something that is happening and it's only going to grow. It's only going to get bigger, right? We're talking about metaverses and all of this stuff. Now, what is the future going to look like? We need to be able to teach connection and communication by doing teach, um, by doing connection and communication with our kids so they can get back to that grounded state. And they aren't believing these silly, uh, these silly quizzes that are over there. So thankfully for, for me and what we went through, it was not even a 12 hours, uh, that we were able to knock this down and have help her realize what this was and what this wasn't. Um, but if she wouldn't have told me and we didn't have that time to sit down and talk and we didn't have that vulnerability to be uh, with one another and do that, I don't know how long she would have gone on believing that she was clinically depressed or where that would have led to, right? By the end, you know, by the end of 10 minutes of talking, we were both laughing, we were hugging, we were ready to dive back into history for the day. Um, but just know, ask your kids. So is there any of those, you know, silly, have you ever taken one of those silly quizzes on, on, uh, whatever, you know, fill in the blank media. Um, I've heard there's some crazy quizzes out there, but I just want you to know that, uh, if you ever like are questioning something, am I whatever, then just let me know. Let's, let's uh, talk about it because I have those questions all the time, right? Am I this, am I that be vulnerable because we, as adults, we have those questions sometimes too. And if they know that you're still, you know, questioning, you know, am I a, a good mom, right? Am I, uh, fill in the blank, so many different things, right? Am I a good cook, right? Am I, uh, in need of something, right? We, if we can be open, we can teach them to be open to, but be on the lookout for these quizzes. You guys, I don't want them to define your kids and spiral into something. They absolutely didn't have to because they're out there and they are defining your kids for you. Okay. You guys, that is a wrap on this episode. I, I can't wait to talk to you next week and happy building you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you were able to take something from our discussion that you can use to build the foundation of self-led leadership in your own family. If you are a parent with children 17 or younger, and especially those around nine and up, I would love to extend an invitation to you to the best club in town. The Family Architects Club is a private club where intentional parents go that want to love, support, connect, or reconnect, and really truly help guide their kids and teach them how to self-lead in discipline and leadership. This is an online community and you are welcome to it. Parenting is a project and you are the architect of this one. You plan, you design, and oversee the construction of the beginning of someone else's life. And that's what goes into these first 6,570 days, and it will be the foundation for the rest of their lives. So come join the club. You can find your invitation on the front page of my website, NellieHarden.com. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com. Thank you again for being a part of this conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, or if you have a question, please don't hesitate to connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Nellie Harden. 
And lastly, if you loved the information, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. So thank you so much. Happy building, you guys, and I'll see you next week.